This is a generic video game podcast <laughs> called Chance Time. Ryan Speakman, Paul Bills, and a Curtis Low too. Sometimes we talk about gaming news. We can talk for a very long time. And we think that's fine. Oh, Chance time, 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 oh, oh, yeah, oh, chance time, 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 oh, oh, yeah, wow, bravo, give this man an Oscar. <laughs> wow. uh, that was beautiful great episode you guys i know seriously wow. what are we gonna say after that <laughs> a true curtis low yankovic over here <laughs> curtis, have you, you know you it. may have just done the most elaborate intro in chance time history i know seriously <laughs> it's so beautiful <laughs> Uh, my dog it scared my dog the first time that's how i go oh, oh yeah and he started barking and trying try to figure out who was making all that noise <laughs> pretty great it's uh, perfect that's good curtis specifically would not let us listen to that so that was a surprise yeah. for us all yeah no, that was that was a first listen for all of us folks <laughs> uh, well I don't feel like I can introduce this podcast properly. That was the perfect introduction. <laughs> but I, I guess I'll just say welcome to Chance Time. Well, this is it. This is it's it. It's only downhill from there. If you didn't have that, my my plan was to say, Chance Time Kingdom, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> uh which I was talking to a past guest friend of the show, Davis Blount, uh, who made me realize that that part is not in the movie. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's very true. And I think it made everyone very skeptical of Chris Pratt's Mario voice. <laughs> Just funny because it wasn't even there. <laughs> well, how are you guys doing? Great. Is great. Is... <laughs> I love the, the pause to think if you're really doing great. How am I? <laughs> Honest answers only on chance time. That's true. This is an honest podcast. We did not chop down that cherry tree. <laughs> um, or, or we did. We did chop down the cherry tree. Isn't that the story? I cannot tell a lie. I did chop down the cherry tree. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't really know how to transition. I'm just blown away (laughs) by that incredible intro that Curtis made. Uh, But I guess I'll say I am one of your hosts, Ryan Speakman. And we've also got with us uh, Paul Bills. Oh, wait, I have my own intro. 
You are familiar with the thought experiment, the ship of Theseus. That's my contribution. Hello, everybody. Uh, that is another great addition to the newly added soundboard on Discord. So kudos to you. Yeah, you're watching this podcast grow up right before your eyes in this episode, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Uh, and of course, we have the wickedly talented <laughs> Curtis Lowe. Hi. I guess that's me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't really have any banter, <clears throat> opening banter for us. Uh, but I am very excited to talk about the Mario movie with you guys. Yes, this is gonna be good. Um, but I guess we'll we'll start with Mike Struckerberg's one thing, the famous segment that we have, <laughs> where we talk about anything that we want. Uh, but it's not related to our topic. Always, sometimes it is. <laughs> um. But that is one of our rules that we keep more than most. Like usually, I can't remember the last time the one thing actually did relate to the topic. I don't think mine has ever related to the topic. I, I guess unless it's like, no, I can't think of a time that mine has. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of one either. I can't think so, of it either. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. We keep one rule. But if we took apart. Mike Struckerberg's one thing and put it back together. <laughs> Would it not still be Mike Struckerberg's one thing? Where have I heard that before? We both pressed it at the same time with like a one second delay. <laughs> That's the best part of the soundboard. It's free for all. Whoever can get there first. Uh... All right. Well, Paul, do you want to start us off? Yes, I definitely do. Um, my one thing today <laughs> uh, it has to do with Horizon, a topic we've discussed many times before. Um, Horizon Forbidden West DLC came out today. Wow. Weird, weird to have things come out on a Wednesday, but it came out today. And... Uh, it's called The Burning Shores, for people who don't know, and it you go to L.A., um, and you know it's L.A. Sometimes in Horizon, you don't actually, like, know where you are until you, like, find out, but you know from the very beginning, someone's like, the old ones called it Los Angeles. <laughs> um, I think that's funny. <laughs> But the only so I'm not very far into it. I've played like half an hour. Um, but I will say it starts with a scene with Silence, who is the character played by Lance Reddick, mm, yeah, who just died. And it was very sad to like watch that scene because it's very clear that they have big plans for Lance Reddick in this franchise, and now he's. He's gone, and like no one was planning on it. So I'll be very curious to see what they do because he's he's so pivotal to this franchise. Like his character is very core to the story. So like, do you recast or do you like 
give his character an off-screen death and try to figure it out from there. Like, I, I have no idea what they're going to do. Um, but yeah, it was very sad, because it's like the very first scene of the DLC is <clears throat> Lance Riddick talking to you, and then knowing, like, oh, shoot, this is literally the last time we'll hear him in this franchise. It was, it was like, surprisingly emotional for me, because it's like, this guy was really, in a lot of ways, at the prime of his career, because he's in the John Wick franchise. He's in this, like, he's in Destiny. Like, he had a lot going on, and now it's just all cut short. So it's gonna, we're going to be feeling his loss for a while. Uh, it's kind of sad. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how much he plays into the DLC overall. Um, yeah. Because there's, like, an intro scene, and then you, like, leave the area where he is kind of behind to go to the new area because the you know gotta go to los angeles but he does not come to los angeles i don't know like how much he'll play into the overall dlc but yeah that that scene was like surprisingly emotional for me just because it's like like dang there was so much left to do here that he doesn't get to do now Um, i don't normally like react to celebrity deaths but in 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 that moment it was kind of just like dang that that really sucks, like, for everyone involved. Um, and he, he did just, he did so much for this franchise that it's like, who, you know... Again, it's that question, do you even try to replace him? I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. We'll see. But so far, so good on the DLC. Otherwise, it's just that part. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's always really but rough. I'm sure you'll be... Hearing more of my thoughts on this DLC. Apparently, the map is like a third the size of the original game, so they like added basically thirty percent more game to this. So I might be playing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Looking forward to the updates. Yeah. One day I'll get to Forbidden West. And when I do, I'll probably just, by the time that I finally get to it, I'll probably, there'll probably be like a complete version that includes the DLC already. (laughs) That's the way to go. If you're not there day one, that's the way to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wait for the, will they even call it a game of the year edition though? Probably not. They'll probably call it definitive edition because DLC came out a whole year later. (laughs) Like it's literally past a year. Since yeah. it released. One weird thing that I could never figure out is I bought the the version of that on Horizon Zero Dawn that came with the Frozen mm-hmm. Wilds DLC, but I could still purchase the Frozen Wilds DLC separately if I oh, wanted to. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, normally they they do better at like cutting that off for you. But... Yeah, and so there were a few parts or a few times where I was like, "Do I have it?" Like, do I need to download it? Or do I need to buy it? But I didn't. It was there. <laughs> uh, Curtis, what do you got going on? It's bug snacks. <laughs> Talking about bug snacks. Um, I've been All the music today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been playing bug snacks. It's pretty fun. 
I wouldn't say it's incredible or anything. But <laughs> that's a good thing. Have your have your kids interacted with it? That's my question. Um Annika watched me play it for a little bit, but she didn't really she came she was watching like in the middle of a cutscene where everyone's sitting around a campfire talking. So she didn't actually watch me try to catch anything. But I did show her uh, the bunker and how he talks, and she thought that was funny. So did my other kid. Okay, you... because I'll, I'll be curious to hear what you think of Bug Snacks if your kids get into it. Because yeah. my, kids, my kids getting into Bug Snacks made me hate Bug Snacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't remember how to catch the things. Oh yeah. So they're but they want to play it. So they're like constantly still sometimes today, like they will re-download Bug Snacks, then they'll get into it and they'll be like, Dad, how do you cash this? And I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it takes like eight steps. <laughs> yeah, this I don't I don't want to do like, this again. <laughs> overly complicated to catch a few things. I've run into a couple of things mm-hmm. like that where the what was the one I was trying to catch? And it was like required for the story the sinus snail i think oh yeah yeah I, was, yeah I don't know how i was supposed to catch it i think i did a sequence break <laughs> on accident because <laughs> right after that you're supposed to get a little tripwire thing uh-huh. and i managed to just leave and then i stumbled across the tripwire grabbed it and then i used that to catch it and then it was like oh, look at nice. the tripwire i'm like i already had the tripwire <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what I did. Good job. And I, yeah, I still don't know how I was supposed to catch the Sinisnail thing originally. Yeah, I remember it being annoying. I don't remember the solution, though. Yeah. So there's been a few times where I'm like, I just, where sometimes I'm like, I obviously know what I'm supposed to do. Like, there's the ones that jump from the tree, like tree to tree. And those things are a pain because it's just a, trial and error of trying to figure out where to set up your trap to where they actually can get to it. Right. And then you do it like 10 times and they just keep jumping over it. And I'm like, come on, this <laughs> is kind of annoying. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I kind of end up just doing the catching just to move the story along. Cause I actually really like the story so far and I've really enjoyed like the whole setup and also the characters are a lot more endearing than I thought they'd be. Honestly. Yeah, they do a good job with the characters in the game. Yeah. Jan Lowe's my favorite. I like that everybody loves him. Yeah. There's no one that actually hates Chan Lowe. <laughs> He's just a good guy. <laughs> I like the... This is... They kind of subverted that trope a little bit where he's like a meathead, you know, just like a gym bro. But he's like super nice and just friends right. with everyone and always looking out for people and just... Yeah. This just kind of cracks me up. Just like us. Um, just like, just us. like us. We hit the gym. We, you know. Constantly. We gotta defend, and everyone loves us. Defend our friends. <laughs> or defend, yeah, defend our friends from the world. But we can't do it. He's so not cool. Strong. He's so cool. Uh, <laughs> He's so cool. That's everybody. About us. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that actually cool. wasn't from the soundboard. Someone just came into my room and said that. Someone just... That's <laughs> funny, um, but yeah, I am enjoying it. I, yeah, it's not as good as I was hoping it would be. The bug snacks are really cute and everything, but sometimes it ends up feeling more 
frustrating to catch them than anything. Um, I'm to the point now where it's like, I know the solution to catch something and yeah, it's just, it feels more difficult to actually do the solution than it is to figure it out. Right. And I've also run into a lot of times where I, I'm trying to catch something and then another bug snacks comes in and just ruins everything. That's oh, really yes. annoying. I do but, remember that. Yeah. I'm trying to grab something and then it's like if they're ready for me to catch it and it's like story required and everything and then suddenly I'm frozen because a popsicle bumped into me. I'm like, come on. <laughs> and then it gets away and I'm, it gets a little frustrating. Um, but it is a lot of fun and it, it is really, really charming and endearing. So I've definitely got that going for it. Yeah, I've been playing it on my Steam Deck. I got it on sale. So, but yeah, the whole also, the story and the whole vibe where it's like so cute and charming, and then it seems like something bad is going on. I don't know. I'm not that far yet, but yes. I want to find out. Yes. I like that. Uh, what do you call it? The contrast, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you like that theme song, definitely check out Kiro Kiro Benito, the band. Is they that have the... that's the band that did the theme song nice. and all of their music is great i actually still listen to them sometimes all because of bucks <laughs> <laughs> nice wow all right well i guess i'm up next there's a game that I really want to talk to you guys about, but I'm going to save it for, uh, I don't, uh, do you think we'll do one thing next week? All right. What's next week? <laughs> uh, episode 100 of Chance Time 100. is next week. Whoa. I feel like we have to. Yeah, we got to do all the classic Here segments. we come. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> and abandon our traditions right at our anniversaries. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. All I right. should do a hundred one things. A <laughs> hundred things. <laughs> Mike Struckerberg's 100 things. <laughs> um, all right. But I'm not going to talk about this game until next week, then. Okay. Because I did start and finish a game last week that I am also dying to talk to you guys about. Pineapple on pizza? Two? <laughs> yes, every pineapple on ha pizza game. Ham on pizza? <laughs> Peppers on pizza? Cheese on pizza. Cheese on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a normal gathering of people. Nothing happens at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No. I started and beat... The Artful Escape last week. Oh, okay. do you guys remember this game? Yes, I do. I remember seeing some things about it. I don't remember a lot of details of it. Did it? Had, did in, Did you play it at all, Curtis? No, I didn't. All right. Well, let me it tell you though. about yeah, the Artful good. Escape. I loved this game, but oh. if you look at kind of what reviews are or what people think. People either love this game or they say, this is not a video game. <laughs> Classic. And yes. I am on the side that it is a video game and that it being a video game 
really adds to the experience. Um, but the premise is you are a young man who is the nephew of a famous uh, folk musician. And you are about to play your first show at a memorial for your uncle because he has just recently passed away. And you are concerned because everyone is expecting you to play folk music, but you're not as good at at folk music and you want to uh, write space rock operas. And so Uh, this is my actual life. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to later that day. An alien abducts you. And (laughs) you are asked to open for a galactic uh, show for a different musical artist because you've apparently got the stuff to do so. And you are already kind of thinking about reinventing yourself anyways. And so you go on this adventure and you visit all these alien worlds and it's a fun story. There are fun characters. It's only like four hours long. And so I think it's definitely worth your time, but it's very simple platforming. And then it's got some very simple, like rhythm, uh, not really rhythm, but more like Simon kind of memorization. Oh, okay. Uh, parts. Like repeat back. Yeah. But the real hook of this game is everywhere you go, as long as you're holding down the X button on an Xbox controller or on the Steam Deck, you are constantly shredding on the guitar. And you don't have to shred on the guitar, but of course you want to. And it kind of like there is the normal like game soundtrack, but you're just wailing on the guitar the whole time. You're like jumping and like you can do a double (laughs) jump, but you can also do a triple jump by tapping the X button. And you do this like you just like slam down on your guitar and it like gives you a little extra jump and it just makes you feel so cool. And then he's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. I Uh, felt like you were setting that up on purpose. So I played into it. I wasn't, but it worked perfectly. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then when you do kind of like the Simon portions of the game, just the, when you press the button, there are certain moments where it just like is so triumphant that even though it's really simple gameplay, just the flair of all of it makes you just, I don't know. It, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I feel like this wouldn't be like the story is still good on its own, but just the, the little flourishes of like, I don't know, pressing a button and making you feel good. really exceeds in this and it's it's got a cool art style it the animation is kind of weird but i think that they meant to do it that way um and it's it's kind of like 
they're moving like marionettes almost when they're oh, okay like moving and stuff um but yeah really cool game i i really enjoyed it and if it goes on sale i think it's worth the four hour hours of your time to to play it but even then it's only like 20 bucks i think did you buy it at full price i think i got it on sale oh okay whatever the last i think it was the spring sale i picked it up and then once i uh finished metroid prime i was like i want to play this game <clears throat> and then you did i did a success story Also, if you need further proof of what this game entails, you can see the uh, screenshot I uploaded onto the Steam activity page. Oh, a teaser for Ryan's Steam profile. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, and by that, I mean, I know Curtis might look at it. <laughs> Probably. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being asked to look at it right now. No, no, no. I, in fact, well, would I'm be embarrassed there. if you did. I'm almost there. Um, but <laughs> I also did, did get all of the achievements. And how many are there? Uh, there are twelve. Oh, and small. I think three of them are missable, but you can just go back to any point in the game and get them really quick. I think I missed two of them. So if you like achievements, they're there too. But if you want like really incredible, exciting gameplay, you can join the droves online who think this is a walking simulator. But doesn't that sound fun to be a hater? So there's that's, always something for everybody. That's true. And if you like it, you can join the droves online who say what I say. It's fun. And with that, let's get into our topic. We are talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, I saw this on Thursday. When did you guys see it? Friday. Wow. Yeah. Well, I saw it on Saturday. So it's freshest in Curtis's mind. So he's the, he's the only one allowed to talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, before we get into the movie... How do you guys feel about this being one of the highest grossing animated movies at the moment? Isn't it like the highest? I think it is like ever. I did it animated opening? Number. It's the, at least the highest animated opening. That's what. That's the last thing I heard. And I think it's on track to maybe be the highest, but I don't know if it's actually past Frozen. I think is it's either Frozen or Frozen 2, I think is right now. Or was the highest? Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of articles already that are like, what does it mean if it's really successful? Like, what's what's going to happen next? <laughs> like, yeah, there's like this kind of like fear, but curiosity about like. Like the momentum around the video game adaptation just keeps growing, I feel like. Yeah. Like we had Arcane, I guess, to go back that far. I know there was others that got people excited before that, but like it seemed like Arcane got the engine going. Then Last of Us, now Mario. It's just like it's finally happening the video game adaptation moment that we've all been kind of wondering about or like theorizing about for a long time. But it feels like it's it's finally really here. And so there's a lot of discussion now about like kinda kinda like, oh no, but also like so many opportunities here. Yeah. Um I have the list right now. It, it, out of animated movies, it's currently at number 27. Which, uh, for two weeks, three weeks, is yeah. incredible. And yeah. number two one... Two weeks, I think, is all. Yeah. Number one, I think, is a cop-out. But I'm going to say it is The Lion King, the remake they recently did. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. Which is supposed to be... Ugh. Quote oh, unquote, like li- live action, the, but it was quote unquote yeah. live action, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you only get to be in one camp, buddy. You can't claim records on both sides. <laughs> Decide who you are, dang it. But yeah, then it goes Frozen 2, Frozen, Incredibles 2, Minions, Toy Story 4, Toy Story 3, Despicable Me 3, Finding Dory, Zootopia, and those are all the ones that broke a billion. That's the top 10, yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> I, I guess the other story here is Illumination, man. Like, for how long they've kind of been a thing, they have totally killed it in terms of, like, revenue. Like, there's, like, four or five on that list. They're all Illumination. Yeah, Minions, Despicable Me 3, and 11 is Despicable Me 2. Yeah, it's only... 30 million away from a billion. Yeah. And um, there's no DreamWorks on that list, is there? And I'm not seeing it. No. no yeah. So, like, Shrek 2, 15. Yeah, it's 15. Yeah, that's incredible. Like, I feel like Illumination has not been around that long. Maybe, like, before Despicable Me, did they do other stuff that I just don't know about? It kind of know. seems like Despicable Me was their debut. Yeah. I only know if it's one of their movies it's the, big the, one. the Minions yell that it's Illumination yeah. at some point. Illumination! Yeah. <laughs> They're really yeah. No, you're right. Despicable Me was their first one. Yeah, like that's incredible. But they're only around that's 13 studio. years now. Yeah. So congrats to them, I guess. And then Nintendo must have noticed that potential and gave them this this opportunity. And and they did it. They executed, at least money-wise. <laughs> like they, <laughs> yeah. they got the job done. Do you think it's going to hit a billion? 
Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. what's going to stop it at this point? Yeah, I agree. Now I wish I had a soundboard for who's going to stop me. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. I finally found it. <laughs> so as of now, the Super Mario Brothers movie has made 724 million two hundred eighty nine thousand thirty one dollars uh that's the yeah. worldwide gross uh the stat that blew me away that i've read about this movie speaking about its box office performance we'll get to the movie eventually uh, but the stat that blew me away is um it's week one to week two drop off I think was like 45% or something like that. So like the revenue it earned in week one versus in week two, it it was a decrease of about 45%, something like that. Avengers Endgame's week one to week two drop off was like 53%. Wow. So like the retention on this thing is, I mean, it kind of makes sense. A family movie not everyone's going to go immediately, but like you want to take the kids eventually kind of thing, but it's still just like, so that's why I think it's definitely going to hit a billion. Cause if it has that kind of retention, like word of mouth is getting out people who were cautious before are now being told like, no, 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 go for it. Like people are going to see it again. Cause it's so exciting. I definitely think it's going to hit a billion. I mean, I have a stat that blows me away that also proves it will hit a billion. It has not released in Japan yet. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> it releases in Japan on April 28th. Why would they do oh, that? Oh, weird. And so, I mean, it's got to be a hit in Japan, right? Right. I don't know. Sometimes the Japan market surprises me, but I feel like they will embrace this one. Yeah, because it's Nintendo. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like it's, Mario was born in Japan. Right. They used Mario in like the Olympics, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They like they had like Mario in the opening or closing ceremonies. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the opening ceremonies. Or yeah. was it the closing ceremonies of the previous Olympics? I don't oh oh that might have been it as like a way to say like, to like promote it yeah yeah we're going to Japan next yeah yeah well I I want sense though I do just want to point that out like that's because <clears throat> thinking of all the other video game at- adaptations and they've done really well and they're like really well made like thinking of the arcane was really good Everyone really liked The Last of Us and stuff, but like those franchises and everything, those characters don't hold a candle to Mario. Like Mario is like one of the most well-known characters in the entire world, like maybe more than Mickey Mouse, you know? Like it's not surprising to me that it's doing this well. I think it was going to make a billion dollars regardless of its quality. Because <laughs> it's Mario and it's a big animated movie. It makes sense. Like- they could have really screwed it up. Yeah, they like, could have. And I think they could it would have ruined it. Yeah. It still would have made a lot of money, though, I think. Fair. All right. I just, yeah, sorry. No, you're I have, good. I have a lot of thoughts about this and about Illumination <laughs> and Illumination's movies and All right. their quality. And 
we'll, I don't know when you want me to get into that. <laughs> we'll we'll get into it soon. I do want one more question to be answered before we get into it. On a scale of good to all right to meh to bad, how do you guys rate this movie? Is good the highest we can do? Yeah, good. Well, throw in perfect in there too. You can put a great in there as well. There's no grace. <laughs> okay. So you just added the okay, That's okay. perfect to great to good to. I forget what's after that. All right. Meh. meh. To all right to meh. To bad. Wow. To now bad. we're inventing the official chance time review scale. Like, this is a huge episode. <laughs> <laughs> to terrible. We can throw terrible on in there. <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there somewhere. <laughs> Curtis, let's start with you. Uh, it's good. Paul? I'll give it a, a good point five. <laughs> all right. I'm going to be on the lower scale. I give it an all right. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you, the word I would use for this movie is safe. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I do agree with that. It's very safe. All right. Well, the plot of this movie, this is a spoiler uh, heavy episode. If you have not seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, I mean, it's probably shorter than this episode. So. That's true. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. It's also surprising that you are not part of the seven hundred million dollars that this movie has made. Um, yeah, go contribute to history. Go yeah. see this movie. <laughs> Let's beat Avatar two, people. Come on. <laughs> Let's um, at least beat the stupid Lion King remake. Yeah. Um. All right, well, that was your warning, uh, but we're going to get into the plot now. The plot is Mario and Luigi live in Brooklyn. They are trying to start their plumber business. Their family makes fun of them because they're doing this. And then they fail at their first job, but then they find an opportunity to fix the city's plumbing and find a magic pipe that takes them to the Mushroom Kingdom. Luigi and Mario get split up. Peach uh, can help Mario. Mario finds it out, meets Peach. But then they find out that Bowser has the superstar, uh, and they enlist Donkey Kong and crew, blah, blah, blah. Mario. <laughs> that is the plot of this movie. Uh <laughs> wait. Bowser wants to marry Peach. Oh yes. That's still a plot. That is that is a plot. huge thing. I, I think she's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I don't really I didn't really prepare for this episode. So <laughs> Curtis, let's start with your thoughts. It sounds like there's stuff you're dying to talk about. <laughs> I've just been thinking about this movie way more than I probably need to. Um, <laughs> let's just go back to the word safe. Okay. Everything about this movie is safe. And that frustrates me, honestly. <laughs> um, the fact that they went with Illumination is very safe because they make very pretty, good-looking animated movies that make a ton of money every time. And they're always just fine, you know? Like... 
they're good. They're not incredible or anything, but they're just fine movies, and they're going to make lots of money. Everyone will go see them. That's great. Um, <clears throat> uh, speaking of this, do you think Disney was asked and said no? Do you think Disney was on the table, or do you think it was always going to be Illumination? Or That's like, a good do you question. think DreamWorks was on the table? Mm. I honestly think that Disney would probably would have been the other choice because I feel like a lot of their animated movies are safe in the same sense of they just they look really nice and everything, but they're not doing anything crazy or innovative or risk risky at all in terms of their animation and stuff, you know? I just think of movies like the Lego movie, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and um Puss in Boots. And they all have their own distinct art style and animation style, you know? Lego Movie was just... I don't know. That's the movie I always think of when people are like, oh, it's just a kid's movie. It doesn't have to be, you know, crazy or, you know, innovative or groundbreaking or anything. It doesn't need to have a heavy or, like, emotional story. It just needs to entertain whatever. Lego Movie is like... When you hear, oh, they're making a Lego Movie, that's what you would assume, right? But that... The whole movie itself has like a good, strong emotional core and theme to it. The animation, yeah. it's, it's just... That's so funny because... So creative. Lego, Lego movie is what I compared it to, too, when I'm trying to explain people. Like, I've used this almost exact train of thought when talking to, like, my brother and stuff about what I thought about this movie. This is very funny to hear you say almost the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's and it, Yeah, it's just the way they made it. It looks like they're just... Some kids playing with Legos, and it's so well done that way, you know? Sorry, I cut you off. Now, I was I was just going to, yeah, go to the next. Like, the Lego movie, like, brought out something about Legos that was like, yes, like, this is, like, this is the, like, universal, like, wonderful truth of Legos, like, behind Legos. Like, this is why Legos matters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like this movie didn't do that for Mario. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like Mario itself is not, it's never had like a profound story. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's not really what I was, what I'm saying, but like the Lego movie did do that. It took like, this is an obvious cash grab turning a toy into a movie, Yeah, but like really went for it to great success. Um, and yeah, this movie, it was like, we're going to do it for the fans. And like, I don't know how many new Mario fans this show is going to make. I guess <laughs> with the kids, with the kids, it will. And that's really the point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this movie is good, though, for... What did you just say, Paul? I'm trying to... Like uh, bringing off. out, bringing out like the emotional core behind the, the I, franchise. I think it's, I I don't know how I'm going to explain this in like a, a way that flows, but I think this movie does something unique that I think makes this an interesting experiment and brings out what Mario is kind of. Um. Yeah in the sense that this is the first movie I've, I think I've ever seen where 
90% of the enjoyment comes from, hey, that's from that Mario game. <laughs> like, I feel like it's so reference heavy. And I enjoy all the references. But I feel like this has taken it to such an extreme that it's like almost a new type of movie to me. Where it's like, hey, let's throw in like, a really like simple story, but that's already what Mario is. And as right. long as we like inundate it with ever like every second, there's something happening on screen or in the music that reminds you, this is Mario. Like, and, and we really know the source material. Like yeah. We really, really know it. Yeah. And I, I feel like in a weird way that makes me like, respect this movie more because they successfully did that <laughs> yeah i never felt like i was being just i don't know what do you call it like having all these references shoved down my throat because they're like subtly done in the background and it felt like it was just part of mushroom kingdom you know yeah that makes sense <clears throat> so yeah i didn't ever feel like whoa like <laughs> the only time i ever kind of felt like that was like maybe towards the end when chris pratt's like let's go <laughs> you haven't talked like that this whole time <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> like there's only like a very maybe two i don't know that's the one i can think of off the top of my head at least i was like okay i'd almost argue that the one thing that really bothered me is this is a very illumination studio thing that they do um and i'd argue like this is like they didn't go far enough with the Mario references and stuff is the music specifically the licensed music. Every time a licensed song came through, like came onto the movie or whatever, it was like whiplash for me. I hated it. So bad. <laughs> Maybe that's whiplash. The strong, movie. But... Yeah, exactly. It felt like a different movie. <laughs> yeah. But like, like the whole Mario Kart scene and then it started playing the Mario Kart m music, you know? And when they're walking kept... through their garage, I was like, all right, cool. This is fun. And then all of a sudden, ACDC came on. I was like, what? No. Oh, that's what you mean by licensed music. Yeah. 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 And I that on the, the, was it, the take the on Mario. Me. Yeah. The take on me when they get to Donkey Kong's place or uh -huh. uh, I need a hero when he's doing the platforming section. Um, yeah. I that just, that really bugged me. And yeah, I feel like that's a really illumination thing to do. Which normally that's fine. I feel like it's just part of their movies. But when you're doing a Mario movie and there's like, what, 40, 35 years yeah. of incredible Mario music to pull from, you just keep, you don't go all in on that. That's That was disappointing to me. Yeah, I kept like, I would hear the Mario music for like a second and then I would like lose it. I'd be like, is this, is this still mario music or have we just like moved on like we used it yeah. as a base like i need to watch it again just for I, that reason to, like, i recommend out. something that i've already done listening to the soundtrack on spotify yeah that's because i can assure you from my watch of the movie and listen to the movie the soundtrack is all mario music essentially okay apart yeah, from guess. their like new like movie style theme right but they they it's chock full of like musical stings and like i don't know there there are especially yeah. sections where 
it just goes from one Mario song to another Mario song. Yeah, like I assumed it was, but I can't, maybe I just don't remember the Mario music as well as I thought I did. Because I'd be like, it's like I heard that like one like phrase that for sure I know, but then like, well, I don't hear it anymore, you know? Uh, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. That really bugged me though. For as all in as I did go on like the lore, because it even, you know, I like, I kind of appreciated the fact that they just, I don't know if they had a lot of the critics had this issue with the movie where they didn't really explain anything, which I think is fine. And that's, yeah, nothing's really ever like been explained ever in Mario. Yeah, like, why does like, eating a mushroom make you big? Yeah, it's a power. Does anyone know? Yeah. <laughs> There's never been an explanation. They've, yeah. In fact, they put more explanation into like Peach's backstory than I think has ever happened, which is kind of yeah. funny to me. The Peach's backstory was really something, and I wonder, like, is that going to be like a thread? Yeah, throughout, like, are they hoping for multiple movies, like at least a trilogy, and that's going to be like, you know, a thread through all two or three movies, like the origins of Peach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I... Yeah, so that felt kind of weird, but yeah. They just did, they went all in on so many details and things and just, and then they just kept putting in this music. Ah, yeah. Really bugged me. Uh, something that I've heard people speak positively about that kind of bugged me is something I might have mentioned on a previous episode that I hope they didn't do, uh, but they did, is I was hoping they would focus very little on the fact that Mario is a plumber. And, oh, and they went all in on the plumber. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I I understand the original Mario Brothers game is set in the sewers and right. they call him a plumber. But at this point, like we reached a certain point after that one game where <laughs> it was just Mario's in the mushroom kingdom, there's pipes. That's that's kind of the loose thread that we have that yeah. keeps Mario as a plumber. Uh but the the dog scene was funny. And so like and was also a reference to other illuminations because that was like the exact dog from Secret Life of Pets, wasn't it? Oh I did not know was that. Was it? Yeah I'm pretty sure it looked like they pulled, even if it wasn't it looked like they pulled it out of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing Illumination funny. does. Like they just wholesale reuse models like not to be lazy just to like be referential yeah i was wondering why donkey kong was yellow and wore goggles <laughs> and was shaped like a bean <laughs> and he yeah, kept that... yelling everything <laughs> with a weird voice i mean the one thing that that made sense was he kept shouting banana <laughs> yeah that's that's an upcoming short for sure a banana fight between the the cogs and the minions that's going to be the intro to like the donkey kong official movie the standalone donkey kong oh movie. yeah the the donkey kong spinoff movie for sure <laughs> what do you guys think of the fact that a joke in many movies is just Seth Rogen laughing. 
Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my, the whole theater I was in, like cracked up just when he laughed like Seth Rogen, and I was just like, <laughs> "This is like it is funny, but like why? Like I think it's funny too, but I don't understand why I think it's funny." <laughs> I can't uh, decide I, if I think it's funny or just really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I feel like Seth Rogen a little bit phoned this one in. Like, yeah, I didn't I mind it though. I I guess like his character, like Donkey Kong, really wasn't that big of a deal in the movie overall. Like he maybe says less than a hundred words throughout the whole movie. But they connect on dad stuff. <laughs> for like a second and then they yeah, move on but, and I guess the other thing is just compared to Jack Black just putting like truly one of the performances of his life into Bowser <laughs> comparing that to Seth Rogen is just like kind of disappointing it was like come on man like you got someone right next to you like just doing something amazing with his character and you're just like Giggling. It's just Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. Agree. How do you guys feel the about the cast? Me... Oh, never mind. Go, oh, yeah. Go for no, it I'll first. go with that. Uh, I think the reason the Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong bugged me more than it should have is just because Donkey Kong is probably my favorite Mario character, or at least one of my favorites, for whatever reason. And so it just it didn't feel as so much as I was watching Donkey Kong as. I was watching Seth Rogen that looked like Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's what bugged me. But other than that, you were hoping that was fine. You're hoping you would just go, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that all the time. <laughs> yeah, he should have said that. I would have been so happy for him. Okay. But he didn't. So that's I a was truly a little disappointed that in the Donkey Kong Mario fight, the like smash scene, they have like the red like girder things mm-hmm. and i and and he throws barrels oh yeah but they, they never been... they, they never gave you a shot where like donkey kong was above mario and throwing the barrels and they were like rolling and bouncing and rolling down and mario jumped over it like i felt just one shot like that would have been a great little like reference yeah especially if you could have grabbed a hammer and busted a couple (laughs) yeah like it looks like they were setting that up and then they like don't quite connect it and i was like it was right there like you could have done it like one shot like one two second shot would have been perfect well when when they're in the punch out pizzeria uh the charles martinet character is playing donkey kong on the arcade and oh, I was okay. like, so there is a reference. Yeah, but Donkey Kong is not shown in it. And yeah, you can I think see they... the side and it says Jumpman on the side. Yeah. And so uh... I, I think they're kind of they were kind of trying to say like, oh, it's a reference to Donkey Kong, but he does not exist in in Brooklyn quite yet at this point. <laughs> he will later. Like this is actually the origin of the game is what is where we're headed towards. Yes. <laughs> Someone will be like, thank you, Mario and Luigi. I, I made you a video game. Uh, what did you guys think of the rest of the cast? Um, 
I think Chris Pratt was a lot better than I thought he was going to be, but I don't think he was still like incredible in it, but he was good still. Yeah. I mean, like the movie itself, I think Chris Pratt played it pretty safe. Yeah. Which again, to his credit, he could have really screwed it up. Like he could have ruined it for everybody, but he definitely did not. He didn't do just like a straight Chris Pratt voice. Yeah. I don't think so. I do think, and we've joked about it already a little bit, the, the trailer with the here we come like line that's not actually in the movie but i think that made everyone more apprehensive than they needed to be because yeah he was fine he was yeah um i what was the who's luigi again charlie day charlie i think charlie was really day. good as luigi uh Peach. i don't i don't i don't like know charlie day enough yeah like me either see him as anything other than luigi so that was fine yeah yeah i thought you yeah, good same here yeah I feel like Anya Taylor Joy did a great job. Yeah. Um, I well, and I feel like the writers did a great job with Peach, because like, you know, you could have screwed up Peach. Let's be honest. It could have been, it could have been, make her too needy, or it could have been, you know, too much of an overcompensation. Like, make her totally independent. Make her like hate Mario, not need him. You know, like try to go too far on the feminist correction for the years of of damsel in distress plot lines, but I feel like they really balanced it well. Where it's like she's obviously her own person and can take care of herself, but she's not like dismissing Mario. Like they they help each other. They feel like a team. Um, so I did appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, did you catch the couple times where she did the Mario line? Uh, now, I, now that you say that, I don't think I did. Uh, I yeah. feel like I heard it a couple times. It wasn't like super like in the games, but well, there was, was there was one they, where she it was in, in that slow motion. Bit. Yeah, and that's uh, what made it sound like it. Maybe that's what it was, but that kind of cracked me up. Not in like a I, really, I, I really, I really liked the the dress parachute at the end of her when she did the. The, the platforming course. section, yeah, and then she does the like float thing. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. nice that we kept that for a minute." Yeah, I like that too. Um, what do you guys think of Keegan Michael Key as Toad? Oh, I forgot like, about him. <laughs> is that just a voice he did, or did they alter his voice digitally? I feel that, like it does not sound like him to me. I feel like they might have altered his voice as well as Jack Black's. Uh, I think they just I think that was just a voice they were doing. Really? Cuz Jack Black's voice seemed like they they like it was like deep. Nah, he just, I think he could just do that voice. All right. You can hear it when his in his the the best scene of the movie, the song. You can <laughs> like, hear him kind of slide from his Bowser voice into his Jack Black singing voice a little bit. I mean, you have probably listened to that song way more than I have, so I trust it's you. A, it's a big hit with the kiddos. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I said it before, but I truly feel like like Jack Black, both within the movie and like in the press tour, like he's leaving it all on the table. Like he yeah. seems to just really like this. This is a lifelong dream fulfilled for him to be involved with this. And he he gave it his all. Um, I, I actually really like Keegan-Michael Key's Toad. Um, 
and I liked Anya Taylor-Joy's Peach, and like we've said, everyone else is kind of okay, but Jack Black is just such a standout Yeah, that I'm just like, the main reason I'm excited for the inevitable sequel is more Jack Black Bowser. Like, it's just, we gotta have more of this. He's so good. (laughs) Yeah. He really, I think as a character too, Bowser, I think they pulled really well from all of the, like, really intimidating, scary villains that he's done in Mario games to the more comedic ones and, like, Super Mario RPG and Mario Luigi and stuff, you know? To just a little bit of Jack Black in there, it was a good mix. And yeah. It just, yeah, it was a really good version of Bowser. I really liked him a lot. Talking really about, like, the best part of the movie. Talking about, like, the, the scary villain part, though, I was surprised how directly this movie kept going straight to death like people (laughs) kept saying like i will kill you like not just i'll hurt you but like people just straight up like i'm gonna kill you i was like wow this is a little like yeah like a little more than i've seen from kids entertainment lately like we're going for it (laughs) yeah and then of course there's like the i don't remember is it a luma Luma. what's the name of this Luma. luma the luma that's just like wow you guys really thought this was hilarious like they kept yeah, going back the to joke that joke that they really went in on yeah yeah and then like he comes up at the end again and i'm like wow you guys like the writers just could not get enough of this it's like i don't know if it's as funny like it's funny but i don't know if it's as funny as you guys think is it, it is do you think it's like illumination thing you think it's like oh the lumas kind of remind me remind us of the minions so we're just gonna uh, overuse him a little bit (laughs) Uh, maybe i don't know i agree because there's some there were some jokes that i thought were honestly kind of funny and then they just never i feel like it could have been a funny running joke like mario being so short i thought it was kind of funny would be just like (laughs) why are you so small i thought that was kind of funny and then and then they just dropped it completely yeah Yeah, i don't know I... i also kind of wanted them to play up the whole bowser being in love with princess peach a little bit more because just that idea has always been funny to me in my head this big scary turtle fire-breathing turtle with right. shell in love with this little <laughs> with this blonde girl like and then they didn't really they just like played it off completely straight which is kind of a missed opportunity to me at least yeah i mean it's Except hard for the song I mean, they went all in on the song. Yeah, on the song. Yeah, <laughs> but like no one ever points out. I was like, isn't that kind of weird that this? Yeah, like why? why? In love yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, no one was like, that's odd. <laughs> are you sure? Like, why? <laughs> Everyone just accepts that. Like, oh, of course, he would be in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think people are confused initially, but it's because it's more because it's part of his evil plan. Yeah, rather right. than yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, they're confused that he would want to marry anyone, not that he would want to marry Peach. Yeah, like marrying the enemy. That yeah, was the whole plan. Yeah, but at the same time, I I did kind of have similar sentiments, but I kind of blamed it on they really wanted that ninety minute runtime, and yeah, so that's like fair. true. Plot-wise and all a lot of other things, they really rush from point A to B to C to D 
Yeah. And yeah, I do wonder how much was cut from this movie. I have to imagine with how much is in there, they probably had so many more ideas. Yeah. Uh, Do you guys think the 90 minute runtime is good or bad? Most people I hear really like that it's only 90 minutes. I I think it's with if you're truly aiming for the kid audience, you really can't push much farther than that. Fair. Yeah. Like even the movies that my kids love the very most in the world, the 90 minutes sometimes Return is even like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like even like Disney movies that they just love, 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 you know, it's like they'll get through it the first time and then they never pay like full attention like that to the full runtime again. And even like, there's even moments in the theater where I'm like, Oh no, they're done. Like the movie, <laughs> we're losing them. <laughs> the movie got just boring enough. You know, there's just enough exposition and not just silly things happening that we're going to lose them. And I'm going to miss part of this movie because they're going to run away. Uh, that didn't happen in this movie, but it, it did happen in one of the Cars movies that they were so excited to see. And then they were like, but I want candy. And I was like, we're here seeing the movie you've been begging to see for weeks. And now all you want is candy. Like, you don't even care about the movie. So, yeah, I think the 90 minutes. There's a reason that that's just been the standard for a long time now. I think it's yeah. just like what the kids can handle realistically. I agree with that. I feel like. I don't know. Part of the reason why I was saying earlier that it was safe and just, but frustrates me that it was so safe because I feel like they had, I think when, in terms of emotional core theme, whatever you want to call it, part of this movie that I enjoyed the most was Mario and Luigi and their relationship. Um, I feel like in the games, they're always just kind of like, yeah, we're brothers and that's, you know, because the games don't have a lot of story, right? And that's fine. They're not their platformers right. and they focus on gameplay first that's what they decided to do but they kind of did this whole we're brothers and you know mario stands up for his brother his little brother and when they're together they, there's nothing they can't do you know they hit on that a few times but i feel like they just i wanted to go a little harder on that because that was my favorite part of that whole theme yeah right because they they touched on a couple of other things the whole Mario and Donkey Kong and their dads kind of a thing. But I feel like they're like, yeah, our dads hate us. And then they just move on. <laughs> like They don't do anything <laughs> else with it. So then at the end, when their dads are like, oh, we're so proud of you, son. That felt like super hollow to me. Like not yeah, learned like... at all to me. <laughs> like I feel like I'd still be kind of mad at my dad because <laughs> they're kind of a jerk. But it's fine because now they say they love me. So now I'm happy. It just kind of felt really shallow to me. Yeah. Um, all right. I think it's time. I don't really know when to insert this, but I, I sent you guys a very cryptic message. Uh, yes. Last week. To this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had a very, interesting viewing experience i i hope that i don't seem too negative uh about this movie even though i i think it is all right i think i attribute that mostly to it being 
just kind of like as far as like a the plot goes they're really rushing through things it is a kids movie and so mm-hmm. that's to be expected but i had some emotional responses to this movie <laughs> we're about to get real i just want everyone to know this is going to make a lot of people uncomfortable but oh, i just man. have if only we had a get real soundbite of some kind i'll work on that <laughs> uh, I think we do. You are familiar with the thought experiment, the ship of Theseus. <laughs> but I watched this movie and then I later texted Curtis and Paul that I had just watched the Super Mario Brothers movie and I think I might need therapy. <laughs> and that's my official like BuzzFeed style article. Uh <laughs> Well, that's that's more of a a Kotaku article title, yeah, yeah, I feel. Yeah. Um, but I had an interesting experience in the sense that I saw this with my <clears throat> wife, Charlotte, and we were sitting in between two very different types of people watching this movie. <laughs> On the left side, I had a large family with a bunch of kids and hearing them be excited about this movie unlocked something within me (laughs) where that was one part of it. Like when, when they're doing the Mario Kart segment and they're choosing their car and you hear a little kid go, it's just like the game. (laughs) <laughs> that is it, it it makes my my heart feel all gushy yeah that's fair on the other side of us we had the side that made me embarrassed to see this movie a probably college-aged uh couple uh who i could just hear every second of the movie uh the guy whispering to his girlfriend or wife i wasn't sure oh that's from punch out oh that's the that's the tanuki suit oh yeah that's actually a reference to this and so it was just an interesting dichotomy i was in between where i was like i don't i don't want to be that guy but i also recognize every reference (laughs) (laughs) in this movie and a few he missed right Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I at the end, I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that." I I also did, do. Did one... you lean over to him and be like, "Oh, this one's from this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you missed hey, can, that one. Can I actually swap seats with your girlfriend? I kind of want to <laughs> talk about the references with you. I need to tell her all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But then, on top of all of that, I didn't really get emotional by anything visual. But tears came to my mind, my eyes at various musical stings in this movie. Oh, okay. And it was all made more intense by like, just like straight off the bat, seeing the Nintendo logo and them doing their like little, like, this is Nintendo. Yeah. Like already that was emotional. And then they like play the like, do, 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 do. And so, like, then tears come to my eyes, and then I look to my right, 
and my lovely wife is just staring at me with the biggest smile <laughs> on her face. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, I just like, like I'm laughing and crying at the same time because I'm like simultaneously embarrassed and not knowing how to comprehend these feelings. And several times the, uh, the college age couple looked at both of us trying to figure out what was going on. (laughs) But that music is so powerful. And on top of that, like the, the fact that this movie is just screaming Mario into every pore at all <laughs> seconds of the movie. And I'm like, it really does like lock into like a thing where like, not only was like Mario part of my childhood, but part Mario has like been a part of my life. Right. For like. For all of your life. Yeah. Right? For, like... for all of my life. And like, the music especially is what kind of like locked into that where I was just like hear it. Like every time like a new Mario theme came on, like Charlotte was like looking at me seeing if I was going to cry at that one. (laughs) And like, like there were some surprising ones, but like the donkey Kong country sting they played when you get to Kong Island got me when they play the rainbow road music, that one got me when they do the whole like medley of Mario music, but I think that was what like made me like really enjoy the movie the most was like, I don't know. It, it just was like that feeling of like Mario's here to stay. And like, I can connect Mario to like a lot of moments in my life. (laughs) And so I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you. (laughs) <laughs> with you guys yeah that's awesome yeah music's a powerful and, thing dude and and i guess like i guess this is our the moment for us of like when the lord of the rings movie came out it was like such a big deal for my family because my dad grew up reading Lord of the Rings and like he was way into it. He wrote notes in Elvish to his friends in high school. Like that's the level of nerd he was about it. And it's weird to like have our version of that moment. Like this is the thing that was so important to to me as a kid but was for kids and is now like now like we're all adults and we recognize how important it is to all of us. And so we're taking it seriously like we never have before and making this incredible production out of it that like, as a kid, I never would have expected this level of production of Mario. Cause you know, it adults didn't care, but now adults do care. And and I kept thinking about that, like, oh, this is this is what my my dad felt like in 2001 <laughs> or whatever, when the Lord of the Rings movies came out. And it's kind of a weird mix of like, this means I'm old. And now it's like my childhood. <laughs> my childhood is the thing we're redoing. Um, 
but also, yeah, bring it on. Redo all of the things from my childhood, please. <laughs> like, let's keep going. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it, I, it really is going to be interesting where we go from here. Yeah. Uh, did either of you guys tear up or cry at any moment? I didn't, which is strange because I, I cry at most animated movies. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Curtis are on such an exact same wavelength. I was going to say the same thing. Like I cry at animated movies all the time, but for this one, I guess because nothing surprised me. Fair. It was just like, okay, yep, that's what we're doing next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a crier too on a lot of animated movies, but I think this is the first time the music has like really evoked yeah. that emotion but yeah i agree like if none of the if the music wasn't as like if they just used i need a hero throughout the whole movie i probably wouldn't have uh right and i think like in like the the moment the luigi and mario working together moment is the moment I would normally cry in an animated movie. Mm -hmm. But like Curtis said, it didn't feel like earned enough. Like we were, we didn't feel bad enough for Luigi. Like there wasn't enough about like the pain of their separation to feel the like power of them coming together like that. Um, yeah, no, totally. And that's why, even though I had like, some pretty big responses to this movie. I still kind of like in retrospect think it's all right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I did get a text around 1030 that I missed from Charlotte saying, if you need me to confirm that you cried in Mario, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. We, we believe you. Yeah. Um, All right. I is is there anything else you guys want to talk? I kind of wanted to talk about Easter eggs, like the the like ultimate uh, hidden things in the movies, or the things that maybe you guys think other people wouldn't have picked up on. Oh wait, we have a a special special guest. Oh, we have a cameo happening. Yes. <laughs> A chance time Easter egg. You just say what you gotta say. I literally just walked into the room. <laughs> they could fill you in. I'm so sorry. What were you just talking about? We were talking about how Ryan cried and oh we'd like gosh, your she perspective. Cried. <laughs> <laughs> he was so he was so excited to go see it. And I think at one point he was like, No, don't I'm so sorry if I'm repeating what you already said. He's like, No, don't be surprised. I might cry during this movie. And I was like, Really? And then later he was like, okay, you can't come with me if the only reason you want to come is to see me cry. And I was like, I'm your wife. Of course I can. Um, so we went and I kept like sneaking glance, glances. I wasn't sneaky at all. Um, I kept looking over at him and he would like be just tearing up at the most random time. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. Like the first one made sense because it was like when you entered like Mario World or whatever that made sense and then it was like uh i don't know bowser land he started crying uh he told me later it was the music cues that got him and yes. it was it was it was cute i uh, you know i am aware of mario and i, I recognize it not to the point where it was like bringing me to tears but i was like i'm just i was just watching him and i was like 
imagining I was seeing all these childhood memories <laughs> go across <laughs> his face and it was beautiful. So you were watching him grow up all over I again. was watching him grow up right. all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys cry? It's beautiful. No, we were both just saying yeah, we did it, even though yeah. we frequently cry at animated yeah, things. They, they didn't cry. <laughs> she must be heartless. I've, I've watched the Lego movie like 10 times and Spider-Man 10 times, and I cry every time in those movies, but this one did not get me. Ryan, did you cry in Lego Man or Spider-Man movies? Uh, the Spider-Verse? Any of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Verse. Yeah, I think I did in Spider-Verse. I, you did? Yeah, I think I cry in a lot of yeah. children's movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely cried in Spider-Verse. Like, that one still gets me. But yeah, uh, Mario, I don't know. Maybe I was too worried about my three kids running around the theater. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fair. Too. I think it's understandable. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Charlotte. She already left. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Charlotte. Just like a real Easter egg. <laughs> there one moment, gone the next. Um... One I missed, but that I was surprised to find out was in there, is there is a little ticker tape on a news segment uh, that says something detects signals from the FS-176 system, which is where all the Metroid planets are located. Oh, yeah, really? that for sure. Yeah. And so that one was one I was like, wow, they really threw in a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, they're going for it. They want all the Nintendo properties. They're like claiming them right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really don't want Illumination to touch Metroid, though. <laughs> fair. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, They can stick with all the Mario stuff. They can even do Donkey Kong. That's fine. But I can't think of maybe maybe Kirby. I don't what know. about yeah, what about Zelda? You don't want him touching Zelda, I assume. No. Yeah. No, no. Um, another one that I'm sure everyone got, but I really like this one when he gets the Tanuki suit and everyone calls it the wrong animal. Yeah, I, I really like that. <laughs> I Why are you a raccoon? That. Why are you a bear? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, I guess the. I guess the crazy cap store from Mario Odyssey is in the background yeah. somewhere. And yeah, in Mario's that. room, when you see Mario's bedroom, there's a copy of the Odyssey behind him, which I thought was very funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he's playing Kid Icarus. Yeah. Um, also, I really liked that the mayor of New York was obviously Pauline. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. But She's I guess... Wearing the I guess that fits well, into the the canon that she lives in real yeah. man world. <laughs> real man world. <laughs> yeah, and and her features were a little less like exaggerated than usual. Like she looked more like a regular person and less like a Mario person. Um, yeah, like it wasn't as much of a contrast as like it is when you actually play Mario Odyssey, and she has like the big eyes and like the exaggerated features but she's among the like regular humans <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i'm I'm glad they they didn't try to do that <laughs> where it's like there's imagine? mario level humans and then there's like realistic humans <laughs> i'm glad 
glad we didn't deal with that in this movie. Um, I guess there's a billboard. I'm looking up trivia on IMDb right now. There's a billboard for Hanafuda cards in the background. Oh, nice. I didn't notice that. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I love the driving off the track in Rainbow Road for the shortcut. Yes, yeah, I like that was that really too. good. And I did really appreciate the like selection thing being exactly like the game. Yeah, yeah that was great. Put all in a, like spitting them around. And throwing in mm. the Mario Kart 8 theme as well. Yeah. And even the sound effect as they spun the little dials. Is yeah. The same sound effect. <laughs> yeah. I'm still so annoyed that ACDC was there for some reason. <laughs> That's the one that really got me because it cut from the music that should be there to different to ACDC. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the thinking was there. Like, because you're already at the Mario movie. Like, do they really think people are going to be there who are like, I just wish it had a Guardians of the Galaxy level soundtrack to back it up. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that does seem like it's just an illumination thing that they like pushed that and Nintendo was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just think it's just safe. Yeah. Going back to that word. Similar to, I imagine the immediate thought process of We've got Seth Rogen, or Seth Rogen as Donkey Seth Rogen. Kong. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> We've got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, and we we recorded one of his laughs by accident. We got to have the Seth Rogen laugh in here. Seriously, is um, that an Easter egg? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, they got the Wrecking Crew guy, Spike, as Mario, Luigi's old boss, I guess. Um. Yeah, I mean, it really is just like uh, they got the 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 more obvious ones are find your princess in another castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mario stuff. It really oh. is just like everywhere you look, you're just reminded of something from Mario. Yeah, I I guess this is less of an Easter egg more of just like a direct reference but one of my favorite references is bowser saying jam with me and then it's do 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 and then the wizard <laughs> yeah, guy right. does a little bling <laughs> that was good, yeah. i really like that i thought that was way funny yeah, that's a good one i think one of the random things that stirred some kind of weird emotion within me <laughs> in this movie was the sound effect that plays when Kamek just teleports into the screen. Mm, yeah. That, that yeah. one. <laughs> Cause that's one that it like almost gave me some anxiety because I suddenly was like a little tiny kid playing Super Mario World in that one castle <laughs> where he keeps popping up and shooting geometry at you. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Oh, and there's a bunch of references in the in the wedding, like all the guests. Mm, yeah. Like, like my too. my son was really concerned. He's like, "Why is King Boo here? Why was King Boo invited?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Cause he's a bad guy. I don't know." Yeah, he he invited all the royalty. 
Yeah. We got King yeah. Boo. We got King Bob-omb. The rest. Why do you yeah, think which... there were no boos in that one scene with Luigi when he's like stuck in the, what do they call it? The dark zone or dark world? The dark or world, yeah. Great question. Because the shy guy, the shy guys were funnier. The shy guys were funnier. I'm the shy guys they didn't like make popping up. Yeah. <laughs> but like the horror trope of like the lightning flash and then all the the shy guys are there. That was really good. I I really like that. Um okay, so that scene, I was worried that we were gonna have to leave the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my, my kids, two girls my kids were like Oh yeah. yeah. My girls scare pretty easily. <laughs> Like Kennedy, if I ever ask her if she wants to watch a movie, she's been better lately, but she'll say no because they have bad guys in them and that scares her in like any movie. <laughs> <laughs> so when that whole scene happened, I was like, oh, okay. It was just the one scare. And then it kept happening like over and over again. I was like, yeah. oh no, we're going to have to leave. And it was really funny because that was happening and they just slowly started going to Jade and like cuddling up with her. And Jade and I just, we just kept looking at each other like, is this going to stop anytime soon? <laughs> like, are they okay? And then I looked down on Brooks, my two-year-old, and he was just like laying on me like I'm a recliner or a beanbag chair or something and just, just going, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it didn't phase him at all. But it did surprise him. Not scare him, but it did surprise him really good when Toad first pops up. When Mario goes to touch the mushroom, uh, and he goes, no, don't touch that. You'll die or whatever. Yeah. That, that happened. He just said his whole body just jolted. And he had a box of Skittles on his lap, and Skittles just went everywhere. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to start crying or something. But he didn't seem to care. He just kept watching. Um, yeah. I mean, the movie ends with them getting the superstar. Or the power star, sorry. No. What do they, they call, call it? it? A superstar. Superstar. That's right. Which can't be right because that's a Mario yeah, party. Yeah, that's Mario thing. party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they think they know their stuff. <laughs> I know. Um, and they share the the powers, just like in Mario 3D World, when you can touch someone and it makes them have the powers too. Is that another Mario games? I don't. I don't think so. so. Okay. Um, and then they defeat Bowser. They swing him by the tail. Yeah, glad that made it in. Yeah, I I guess another Easter egg that I I like is when Donkey Kong and Mario are fighting. Like they just copied movies or moves from Smash. Yeah, they did. Like, yeah. Donkey Kong was yeah. straight up doing his like up tilt at one point, and I was just like, man. They really went the extra mile with a lot of this. Right. I guess it's also important to say the movie looks incredible. Yeah, it's uh, really, oh, yeah. really well made. Visually, yeah. Visually, yeah. it's on point. Yeah, no um, no Mario movie or no Mario video game will ever look like that. <laughs> yeah. Did either of you catch any references to any Mario sports games? Like, I kept waiting for it. Mm, I wasn't looking for him, mm. but now that you mention it, I don't think I don't remember like, seeing anything. Because from the trailers, we knew they were going to do um Smash and Mario Kart. So I was like, are they gonna? Are they gonna? How many are they gonna do? Because I really wasn't expecting Mario Kart at all. 
like when they when the movie was first announced and then the first trailer and i was like oh it's like the whole franchise it's not just core mario game so i was wondering if they'd even like make a reference to like i don't know have a closet full of different sports things and like make a joke about like mario you're always playing different sports or something that there was i I didn't catch any sort of reference at all or hint that maybe that's it for the sequel yeah, I think that they were like, we can't reference Mario Golf because we, we have to keep the Mario Golf movie a surprise. <laughs> That's a whole spin. <laughs> I do That's- like the idea of sometime in the future when they make a lot of these movies, they start doing like a yeah, Mario Golf movie and Bowser's there, like Jack Black's Bowser's there with everyone and everyone's still kind of, uh, what's the word? Just kind of doesn't really trust them, but they're okay with them there to play golf. <laughs> like, I like that idea. I'd love that. Are there any other galaxy references other than the Luma? I mean, Peach does say there's a bunch of galaxies up there at one point. Okay. Yeah, that's the only other one I can think of. And the end credits, they do a Super Mario Galaxy music sting uh, so do you think that's where we go in the sequel mm. I don't know because they set up the Yoshi thing yeah but like what does Yoshi lead to but you could still do Yoshi and Galaxy I guess but like... mm. or they do Super Mario World and there's a whole thing with Yoshi and they gotta go save his siblings or whatever in Dino Land mm. and then you can introduce all the Koopalings yeah, I was missing the Koopalings. And when they introduce, inevitably, the Koopalings to the Mario movie franchise, I cannot wait for that Nintendo Direct where Shigeru Miyamoto introduces <laughs> who is playing each one of them. That'll be a good good voice cast, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> are, the, are the Koopalings like Mortimer? And- yeah. All the other Bowser characters. Okay. Yeah. Everyone but Ludwig Bowser Jr. and Koopa. That was an Easter egg. Did you catch that one? Which one? The Ludwig Van Koopa. Was he in the movie? No, just his name when Bowser's playing the piano and it zooms in on his claws, tickling the keys. Oh. And then, like, yeah. the brand name, or whatever, on the, the piano on the was piano. Ludwig Van Koopa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um. Wait, one more question. Do you think we get Daisy in the sequel? That's a harder one. I don't. That's the thing. They could do so many Mario movies. Yeah, because yeah. they well, could do and... that with Daisy, and they introduce Wario in that one, or with oh, the yeah. Yoshi thing. They could do the Koopalings. They could do a Galaxy one. Like they have so many routes they could go. Yeah, Rosalina. Yeah, Rosalina seems more likely to me. Daisy, Wario, and Waluigi are all kind of in no man's land because Daisy and Wario were invented in the Game Boy games. And they were never in any other mainline Mario things, and they were mostly just used as like side characters for right. spin-off games. Uh, and with the whole like lingering question about Peach's origins, you'd have to answer that same question for all these other characters. Yeah, but 
I guess they yeah. did get the music from Donkey Kong Country. They threw in Diddy. Yeah, Diddy yeah. Kong. I'm pretty sure Chunky Kong was in there in the back. Yeah. Was Except... Funky Kong in there? I was trying to find Funky. I remember seeing him. I feel like yeah. he might have been in like the shot. Yeah, there might have been a shot Road, but I missed it. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. They could do a whole Donkey Kong Country movie. I will say another random little thing that bugged me is all the Kongs live in Jungle Kingdom instead of like DK Island or whatever. I thought they called Kong like, Island. I, I feel like they said Jungle Kingdom. Maybe they said both. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember hearing Jungle Kingdom though and thinking that was lame and it should be DK Island with his whole head is there yeah. <laughs> for some reason, you know? <laughs> Oh, another thing that I wanted to get your guys' opinion on. What did you think of Charles Martinet's role in this movie? It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was him at first. Is he anywhere else other than the Yahoo Jumpman guy? Nope, that's all he plays. No, yeah. no he's, he's Mario's dad. Oh, he's also oh, he Mario's is? dad? Yeah, I noticed it in the credits. Oh, I, did I didn't recognize that. him, but that, that was him. All right, which is kind of yeah, that a good meta me. joke, I guess. Like the father of Mario is the, yeah. Yeah. the voice that of the game Mario. Yeah. Redeems it for me because when I didn't know that, I was like, can this guy only do yeah. like, Italian Yahoo. stereotypes? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I remember when the whole casting thing <clears throat> was a discourse on the Twitters. Someone pointed out <laughs> that Charles Martinet actually voiced, I think, a dragon in Skyrim. Oh, wow. And stuff. Like, yeah, he's a voice actor. Like, he can does all kinds of voices. I'm glad to hear that. I think part of my uh, my thought process stems from the Conan sketch where he meets Charles Martinet. I don't know if you've seen that one where it's a thing where Conan goes to E3. Well, I, Oh yeah. Oh, you guys want to see, I lost you guys for a second. Oh, were you talking? Uh, I, I kind of was, I asked you, or uh, I was talking about the Conan sketch where he meet he goes to E3. Uh, I don't remember that. I, I don't remember that either. Okay. Well, he meets Charles Martinet, and all he does is make Mario sounds, and then Conan like gets kind of uncomfortable and kind of makes fun of him <laughs> for it. <laughs> That's weird. That's just how he talks. <laughs> Uh, we were saying, I don't know if you heard us, we were saying there's no metal power-up in the movie. Oh, yeah. I want to see Rose Gold Peach in this, in, in the movie version. <laughs> I mean, we all want to see Rose Gold Peach more, I think. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't... Blow sequel. my kids' minds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Pink Gold Peach is what her official name oh, is. Oh, it's Pink Gold Peach. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um... 
Yeah, we didn't see the bee flower or whatever, however he turns into a bee. We didn't see him turn into a rock. You didn't see the actual cat power up, did you? The bell? No, you just see him no, turn into the cat. He just comes yeah. back down as the cat, yeah. But we don't see the penguin suit. Oh, the penguin suit would have been fun. Yeah. Immediately after suit. immediately after the movie, two of my three kids said their favorite part of the movie was Mario Cat, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, another thought I wanted to throw out because I watched because I'm tuned into video game news and I watched all the Mario directs and I saw the clips they played at various uh, showcases and presentations. I felt like I had watched half the movie already. That's yeah. When the movie opened on the Bowser scene, that's from the trailer. I was like, oh, this is a little bit disappointing. <laughs> but like, it's the exact scene from the trailer that I've watched like 20 times thanks to my kids. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. All in all, I had a great time. And I, I will see whatever they make next, whether it's a Donkey Kong movie. I, I was upset that it wasn't the, uh, the thing that you predicted, Paul, was it King DDD? Reaches out. Oh, yeah. I think that was Curtis that predicted that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> In the post credit scene? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Which we get, uh, we do get the two post credit scenes one, Shrunken Bowser playing on the piano again, and two, Yoshi Egg. Saying his famous catchphrase, Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was interesting that, like, that's the big reveal in the after credit scene. But, like, we do see Yoshis during the movie. We just kind of ignore them. Yeah. So, I was I like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love any shot that has like a billion Yoshis like running in a herd. Yeah. 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 I totally yeah, agree. It's very yeah. satisfying. I also love that. Like the one that stopped, it was because he saw the apple thing and it was like, oh, yeah, was I apple. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that, that was good. I actually didn't notice that. That is really funny. Yeah. yeah. He was like licking his lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, last thing I'd want to say, personally, yeah, is that I just hope that the next, the sequel or whatever they do next, because with how much movie it's movie, how much money it's making, there's obviously going to be a plenty of Mario movies to come. I just hope they put a little more heart into it. Is all because we've already talked about how well it's how well it made it is. It's there is that one shot where. Speaking of apples, there's like an apple on the ground and it starts shaking when the cat Bowser's castle is coming or whatever. And I was like, that looks like a real apple. Like <laughs> that doesn't even look like someone made that on a computer screen. That looks like it is a, a real life apple I could bite into. And that was a really weird moment. Like it's super well made and it's beautiful and like the animations is great and everything. I just feel like they don't yeah. They just didn't they just played it too safe for my taste personally. 
that's all. Just thinking about, you know, the Lego movie we talked about, how it just looks like just Legos, someone's playing with Legos and how well that worked. The Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse looks like a comic book come to life. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, looks like a storybook come to life, you know, and they have their own style and everything. And Mario is a video game, and they didn't do anything really with that, I feel like. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, honestly, was at the like towards the very beginning when um, they're trying to make it to their first client, and it's just a straight up Mario level, yeah, but like level. in New York. I had so he... much fun watching that, thinking like, "Oh, Luigi's carrying all the tools; he can't jump around like Mario right now. Like, how is right. Mario going to help him get through everything and stuff?" That was so much fun to watch. And they only did it like once, I guess. No, they didn't do it once. They did it a couple other times, but they cut away from it so fast the, the other times that I could barely keep up. But that one was so like plotted out perfectly, you know, that I just had a fun time watching that specific scene. And yeah, that was really I like didn't really do anything else like that. And I know I feel like. I don't know. I'm not a professional movie maker, animator, whatever. I'm not a director, um, but I'm sure there's people that are much more creative than I am that could figure out a way to bring a little video game slash, you know, video game style and creativity into a movie like this. And I feel like they didn't really try at all on this. They just played it safe. But it's making money, and I think it's their safe play is part of the reason why it's making so much money. So I can't really blame them for that, but. I just think it could have been a lot more, and that's what bums me out about it. But it was a lot of fun. And My I... headline would be all charm, a little bit of heart. <laughs> I'm going to take the opposite stance. I hope that they perfect the reference movie. And that it becomes a new genre, and we just get a bunch of movies that are just like... Hey, if you're a true fan, you'll recognize every single thing going on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and then really per really perfecting what Ready Player One started. Hey, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we'll ruin cinema. But it will continue <laughs> to make billions of dollars. Everyone loves pointing at the screen and being like, I know that reference. That is true. That is a unique feeling. That it's really satisfying to get, but not as satisfying to hear it. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I think, I think they are planting some seeds for like some, like with the, with the peach. Who am I storyline? Like, we may get deeper in the future ones. Like, we may have some surprisingly emotional moments in the second or, or third, you know? So I feel like they're, they're laying some groundwork. They, they have a lot of work to do. And It kind of seems like from the beginning they're planning on this isn't just going to be one movie. So I'll give them that benefit of the doubt that maybe we'll maybe we'll dig deeper in future movies. But I mean, they're all going to be 
very fun. Like they've they've proven that, and I do think they may have secured Nintendo's partnership for a long time with this movie. So it will be interesting to see what else they try to do. Do you think they'll do other uh, franchises with Illumination? Yes. Hard to say what. Like, Illumination could could totally crush a Splatoon movie. Hmm, I could see that, yeah. Yeah, like they could knock that out of the park. That could be very fun. But Zelda... Zelda's a different game. Hoping for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 from Illumination. <laughs> I'm hoping for Bayonetta by Illumination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, based on what you said, Paul, I do have a prediction now. Okay. Peach is related to Rosalina in these Mario movies. And oh. We're going to go to the galaxy next movie. We're going to go to the galaxy. What do you think their relationship is? Mm. Sisters? Cousins? Mother-daughter? Mother-daughter would be weird. Either mother-daughter or sisters. I forget. Sisters could be kind of fun to play off the Mario-Luigi brother thing. Yeah. Relationship. Okay. What is her relationship? What does she reveal in Mario Galaxy? I can't remember. She does reveal that she's somehow related to someone. Does she? It's been so long since I remember. Peach or Rosalina? Uh, Rosalina. Because there's the whole storybook thing that's in that game. Yeah, it says... Rosalina tells the story of how she was a girl who traveled in a spaceship to help a lost Luma find its parents hiding the fact that she herself had lost her own mother. Um, as she starts to feel lonely, numerous other Lumas join her. It doesn't really say. For some reason, I thought there was kind of like a reveal, but it doesn't seem like it. Well. Yeah, I I think oh, say I found something. I found something that said Rosalina is Peach's indirect ancestor and a former princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Ah, right. Weird. Yeah, where where was the, what's the reference for that? I'm curious about that. that one. This is from a Reddit post on the MarioVerse subreddit. The official Nintendo approved source. <laughs> so yeah i mean if i i i see illumination jumping on that as the storyline for peach but like rosalina is her ancestor of some kind and we that's so maybe she's not from like earth like mario but she is a human from a different human planet. I can see them going for that. Yeah. And then I yeah, I think you're whoever said it is on the money with I think Kirby is another safe pick to put in the universe, but it gets iffy with Zelda 
and Metroid. F Zero. F Zero would be interesting, but it, I it's hard for me to imagine the Illumination art style doing F Zero. Yeah, exactly. I could see them doing maybe Star Fox. Even then, that's oh, that would be kind of interesting to me, but I I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, Star Fox has less of an identity these days, so I feel like they could take more liberties with Star yeah. Fox. I'm on board with Illumination Star Fox. I think they could do it. Uh, yeah, that one could be that could be okay. But like, if they did that and don't do a new Star Fox game, that would feel weird. Like, there's so much Mario content that yeah. they didn't need to do a game to tie into the movie, but. It's been like the last Star Fox game was on Wii U, wasn't it? Yeah. There hasn't been a Switch Star Fox of any kind. I mean, there was the DLC for that one game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that Ubisoft game. Yeah, Starlink. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that counts. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Any any final thoughts? Any predictions for the future, other than the ones we just made? I I do think there will be a scramble for other properties after this. Um, I think I sent you guys that article that was like. Are we really ready for Timothy Chalamet's Crash Bandicoot voice? Is that what you want? <laughs> and I thought that was so funny <laughs> because it does seem plausible that that's we're gonna get a couple more of these like crazy cast, random video game franchise. Like I, I think that is inevitable at this point. It's just a matter of which ones will we pick up and who will do what. Um. Crash Bandicoot's a pretty decent candidate. Um, and oh, I think Banjo Kazooie. Another great pick. There's a, Banjo like, <laughs> There's a Banjo Kazooie movie. Will Ryan, Ryan, will you even see that movie? Like, yeah, I'll cry. Yeah, I was going to say that, that'll be just straight crying the whole movie if there's a Banjo Kazooie one. Or, just because of the music. Yeah. I don't know, though, because. It it's it might be funnier for me to imagine banjo kazoo uh, banjo kazooie music orchestrated to a movie soundtrack, <laughs> right? Um, and at that point, I wonder if this sort of thing will be played out, and I'll be like, I don't know, maybe it won't be as impactful once we see. Yeah, I don't know. Other other properties, the Altered Beasts movie. <laughs> I think Spyro is a sleeper pick. Spyro's oh, a good pick. A good one. Ratchet and Clank, I think. But they yeah, did I mean, Ratchet they, and Clank. They did the Ratchet and Clank That's, movie, but yeah, true. they might try again. But um, Sony, I think, is doing their own thing. And so yeah, they're, they're doing, not going to. They already like, have the Uncharted movie, The Last of Us show. But they did. There's already God of War and Horizon shows in the works. Yeah, it is interesting that they did their Sony branded uh, movies, but then Last of Us 
they just said hey hbo do this and you don't even get the same like playstation logo that the other movies have sure yeah does it have like sony entertainment presents or anything in the beginning i don't remember Uh, yeah that is weird i've been slowly watching it still but it's been very slow yeah, I think the I, uh, Uncharted movie had that, didn't it? Yeah, the Uncharted yes. movie. The Uncharted movie Last had PlayStation Two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess that's only for movies, not for shows. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I think Splatoon is a, is a real candidate. The more I think about it, um, Splatoon would be interesting. The Rabbids movie is that going to happen? Yeah, I think Ubisoft, that's the kind of thing that Ubisoft would try, and no one will like it, and it will bomb. <laughs> just so like, like, what about, like, like, are we going to go back and try a real big-budget blockbuster Final Fantasy? Like, they, they've done some really cool Final Fantasy movies, but, like, are we going to try again now and try to make it, like, a like mm. a big summer release? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, there's... I'm trying to imagine what they'd do with that. If they'd go with an original story or if they'd yeah. do like Final Fantasy VII or something. Um, I, mean... I think Dragon Quest is another candidate. Like, I think Illumination could actually do Dragon Quest. Like, it's kind of similar styles in some ways. They couldn't lose their art style of, I don't know the artist's name, but like they're well known for doing Dragon right. Quest and Dragon Ball and stuff. But I think Illumination could do it. Like they yeah. could make that style. Aside from. It'd be weird to do that and not have like an anime though for Dragon Quest. Yeah. I mean, an anime style Dragon Quest movie would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, besides Five Nights at Freddy's, do you think that it'll ever get to a point where they're like, we got to start getting these indie, indie game hits movies? Hollow mm, Knight uh, movie? Yeah, like that would be really interesting to me if they made like a Shovel Knight or Hollow Knight or something. Or I could see Shovel Knight being movie. like a TV series, like a Saturday morning cartoon style thing. Yeah, I can see Netflix going for that. Yeah. A Super Meat Boy movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't play Overwatch anymore, but I would still be very excited Ugh. about the idea of a real Overwatch movie. I mean, Overwatch fans have been talking about that since day one because the shorts have been so good. Like, just make yeah. a movie. Frustrating that oh. hasn't happened at all. And let's not forget that there's already Ghost of Tsushima movies in the work movie in the works, and Metal Gear movie is in the works already. And isn't there a, a sequel to T- Detective Pikachu coming out? Yeah, I don't know what the status of that is, but yes, that was the plan. I don't know yeah. if it's still the plan. <clears throat> it is. A, it is a shame that these Nintendo IPs are kind of 
supposedly attached to illumination because i don't know it would be really cool if the ultimate goal was like a smash bros movie and you could get different movies in different like art styles from different companies and then bring them all together somehow yeah i just yeah i just if it was a different studio i could see it happening you know yeah fair like even dreamworks or sony both of those studios have done some really interesting things lately and different styles and stuff and i would trust them doing different styles for like mario and then a different style for metroid and stuff. i mean that's what spider-man into the spider-verse was was a bunch of different spider-man right. characters with different animation styles and they put them into one movie and made it work somehow like work really well too <clears throat> so i mean it's it's possible i just don't see animation being or illumination being the one uh we haven't mentioned animal crossing <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's one that they might give to illumination i think it should be a a tv show like on streaming that's like uh, uh the yeah. home renovation series remember those all those kinds of tv shows yeah do that with animal crossing <laughs> do that with animal crossing and then you could do one that's like uh oh, what was his name but like a wildlife one with the Steve with Irwin. the owl. So yeah, Steve Irwin. <laughs> and you could have it with the I can't remember any of the characters' names, but the owl, the museum owl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I don't remember. That could be fun too. The owl. That guy. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember his name either. I can see him in my head. Or you could do a I know of all these T V shows. I just don't know what they're all called apparently. The ones where they go to like yard sales and stuff and try to find like hidden gems and treasures and stuff, but it's just that fox trying to sell you crappy art, like knockoff stuff. <laughs> Blathers, want, like, that's his team. Yeah, that's right. I want like a gritty look at real estate and the relationship between landlord and tenant. And bank and, <laughs> yeah, is you, you know, like so a, many goofy things with that. That'd be fun. Like an HBO prestige, like you know, all these like Succession and Leverage and all these intense <laughs> business movies. Let's do that with Tom Nook. <laughs> all right, Succession with the Timmy and Tommy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up. A bunch of Nintendo IP. Here are some that I think I could imagine within Illumination. But again, I think the issue lies in Mario is the most reference heavy. And then I, I would say Zelda is the second most reference heavy. Like you can really cash in on the references there. Yeah. Um, but that being said... I could see an Excite Bike movie. <laughs> uh a Kid Icarus movie. I could see Illumination doing. Yeah. I could I could see that one. Uh Punch Out, I think would be pretty good. And Yeah, I agree. Pilot Wings maybe. How about uh Ice Climbers. 
ice climbers i would i'd be interested in that but i think the movie i'd be most interested in is warrior wear <laughs> they could do a warrior wear what's the the tv show i think it's on apple and it's just it's like the office style of comedy show and it's the game dev studio Mythic Quest. Uh, yeah, Mythic, Mythic Quest. Quest. You yeah. can do that with Wario and all of his friends trying to make games. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap this episode up. If you guys, unless you guys have any final, final thoughts. I think, I think we've done it. All right. Well, that was our review of the mario movie (laughs) um all right well one final thing next week is our 100th episode please send us something (laughs) Uh, please (laughs) (laughs) send us any questions or comments or anything if you most of our listeners know us, uh, but you can always email chancetimepodcast at gmail.com and send us like an audio clip. We will play it on the show. Uh, you can congratulate us or you could say anything. We'll play it. <laughs> I just decided that now. So if you guys disagree, I'm sorry. That's um, for me. But yeah. We would love some feedback. We're, it's it's mostly just going to be like a retrospective of the the podcast as of now, and we're we're going to play some games. Uh, so yeah, join us next week for that. Um, also, we have a Discord channel. Uh, the link is in the description of this episode and most of all other episodes so if you would like to join and chat uh last time the last thing that we were chatting about was curtis was making sure we knew pacross s9 is coming out this month a big deal it is more people should be talking about it (laughs) um so yeah join the discord chat with everyone it's a fun time Uh, I think I think there's something we need to play at the end of this episode. Oh Curtis. yes. That is right. You want to. Uh I will cue that up at the same time I say have a happy chance time day. And thanks for coming to see James. Uh you guys should also say something while I pull this up <laughs> and while I share it with we, you guys. We'd love, we'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on the Mario movie. Oh, um, yes. He's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, please let us know in the Discord. Uh, I know for a fact that some people in the Discord disagree with our kind of lukewarm reception. Some people really love it. So please tell us how much you love it and, and what we got wrong about this movie. It's it's hard because I do think I really love it. 
but I don't know. I just it is like a rushed kind of kids movie. Yeah. In terms yeah. of plot. And so it's like hard for me to like go all the way and say like I loved it, but then like we when we were reminiscing about a lot of stuff, I was like I liked all that stuff. Yeah. And the music especially got to me, so uh, I did share my screen with you guys. Um, Perfect. We're gonna we're gonna end the show with a little outtake that Curtis sent us. So yeah, have a happy chance someday. Thanks for coming to see James. Bye. Bye. This is a generic video game podcast called Chance Time. Ryan Speakman, Paul Bills, and a Curtis Low too. Sometimes we talk about gaming news. We can talk for a very long time. And we think that's fine. Oh! <laughs>